0: Welcome to the Next Steps Bible Reading podcast. I'm Greg Whiting, and today's reading is for February 17th. Leviticus 5. If anyone sins in that he hears a public adjournment to testify, and though he's a witness whether he has seen or come to know the matter, yet does not speak, he shall bear his iniquity. Or if anyone touches an unclean thing, whether a carcass of an unclean wild animal or a carcass of unclean livestock, or a carcass of unclean swarming things, and it is hidden from him and he has become unclean and he realizes his guilt. Or if he touches human uncleanness or whatever sort of uncleanness may be with which one becomes unclean, and it is hidden from him when he comes to know it and realizes his guilt. Or if anyone utters with his lips a rash oath to do evil or to do good or any sort of rash oath that people swear, and it is hidden from him when it comes to know it and he realizes his guilt in any of these. When he realizes his guilt in any of these and confesses the sin he has committed, he shall bring to the Lord as his compensation for the sin that he has committed a female from the flock, a lamb or goat for a sin offering, and the priest shall make atonement for him for his sin. But if he cannot afford a lamb, then he shall bring to the Lord as his compensation for the sin that he has committed two turtle doves or two pigeons, one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. He shall bring them to the priest, who shall offer first the one for the sin offering. He shall wring its head from its neck, but shall not sever it completely, and he shall sprinkle some of the blood of the sin offering on the side of the altar, while the rest of the blood shall be drained out at the base of the altar. It is a sin offering. Then he shall offer the second for a burnt offering according to the rule. And the priest shall make atonement for him for the sin that he has committed, and he shall be forgiven." But if he cannot afford two turtle doves or two pigeons, then he shall bring as his offering for the sin that he has committed a tenth of an ephah of fine flour for a sin offering. He shall put no oil on it and shall put no frankincense on it, for it is a sin offering. And he shall bring it to the priest, and the priest shall take a handful of it as its memorial portion and burn this on the altar and the Lord's food offerings. It is a sin offering. Thus the priest shall make atonement for him for the sin which he has committed in any one of these things and he shall be forgiven. And the remainder shall be for the priest as in the grain offering. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, if anyone commits a breach of faith and sins unintentionally in any of the holy things of the Lord, he shall bring to the Lord as his compensation, a ram without blemish out of the flock, valued in silver shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary for a guild offering. He shall also make restitution for what he has done amiss in the holy thing and shall add a fifth to it And give it to the priest. And the priest shall make atonement for him with the ram of the guilt offering, and he shall be forgiven. If anyone sins, doing any of the things that by the Lord's commandments ought not to be done, though he did not know it, then realizes his guilt, he shall bear his iniquity. He shall bring to the priest a ram without blemish out of the flock, or its equivalent for a guilt offering, and the priest shall make atonement for him for the mistake that he made unintentionally, and he shall be forgiven. It is a guilt offering. He has indeed incurred guilt before the Lord. Chapter 6. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, If anyone sins and commits a breach of faith against the Lord by deceiving his neighbor in a matter of deposit or security, or through robbery, or if he's oppressed his neighbor or has found something lost in light about it, swearing falsely, in any of all the things that people do and sin thereby, if he has sinned and has realized his guilt, And will restore what he took by robbery or by what he got by oppression or the deposit that was committed to him or the lost thing that he found or anything about which he has sworn falsely. He shall restore it in full and shall add a fifth to it and give it to him to whom it belongs on the day he realizes his guilt. And he shall bring to the priest as his compensation to the Lord a ram without blemish out of the flock or its equivalent for a guilt offering. And the priest shall make atonement for him before the Lord. And he shall be forgiven for any of the things that one may do, and thereby become guilty. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command Aaron and his son, saying, This is the law of the burnt offering. The burnt offering shall be on the hearth of the altar all night until the morning, and the fire of the altar shall be kept burning on it. And the priest shall put on his linen garment, and put his linen undergarment on his body, and he shall take up the ashes to which the fire has reduced the burnt offering on the altar, and put them beside the altar." Then he shall take off his garments and put on the other garments and carry the ashes outside the camp to a clean place. The fire on the altar shall be kept burning on it. It shall not go out. The priest shall burn wood on it every morning, and he shall arrange the burnt offering on it and shall burn on it the fat of the peace offerings. Fire shall be kept burning on the altar continually. It shall not go out. And this is the law of the grain offering. The sons of Aaron shall offer it before the Lord in front of the altar. And one shall take from it a handful of the fine flour of grain offering and its oil and all the frankincense that is on the grain offering and burn this as its memorial portion on the altar, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. And the rest of it Aaron and his son shall eat. It shall be eaten unleavened in a holy place. In the court of the tent of meeting they shall eat it. It shall not be baked with leaven. I have given it as their portion of my food offerings. It is a thing most holy, like the sin offering and the guild offering. Every male among the children of Aaron may eat of it, as decreed forever throughout your generations from the Lord's food offerings. Whatever touches them shall become holy. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This is the offering that Aaron and his son shall offer to the Lord on the day when he is anointed, a tenth of an ephah of fine flour is a regular grain offering, half of it in the morning and half in the evening. It shall be made with oil on a griddle. You shall bring it well mixed, in baked pieces like a grain offering, and offer it for a pleasing aroma to the Lord. The priest from among Aaron's sons, who is anointed to succeed him, shall offer it to the Lord a decreed forever. The whole of it shall be burned. Every grain offering of a priest shall be wholly burned. It shall not be eaten. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law of the sin offering. In the place where the burnt offering is killed shall the sin offering be killed before the Lord, it is most holy. The priest who offers it for sin shall eat it. In a holy place it shall be eaten, in the court of the tent of meeting. Whatever touches its flesh shall be holy. And when any of its blood is splashed on a garment, you shall wash that on which it was splashed in a holy place. And the earthenware vessel in which it is boiled shall be broken. But if it's boiled in a bronze vessel, that shall be scoured and rinsed in water. Every male among the priests may eat of it. It is most holy. But no sin offering shall be eaten from which any blood is brought into the tent of meeting to make atonement in the holy place. It shall be burned up with fire. And that's the end of the reading for February 17th. Well, it's a little more challenging, isn't it? When our only options for taking application is from the Old Testament and more so from the book of Leviticus. So what do we take from this? There there may be something else that comes to your mind. But what I was noticing in the reading for today is how how God provided for the sins of his people. And, you know, there's some different kinds of sins that uh, that he talks to them about. But the fact that the different things that might happen, you know, He's talking about if you recognize that you have sinned in a certain way, you know, um, taken taken something from someone, done something to someone, you've you've sworn falsely, you you've you've lied, and you realize it, which which is interesting because you know most people are going to just hide what they've done, and then. Uh, you know, if they're found out, then they try to get away with it or try to get away with as least punishment as possible. Uh, Or if they've done something to somebody else, typically they don't just realize it and then go take care of it. But he also takes care of the person who was hurt. You know, if something was taken from them, uh, then they are to uh, restore it and add a fifth to it. So they're not only to give back what they have taken, the wrong they have done, but they're also then to take a fifth of whatever that is and add to it as a compensation. And so what I just noticed is very early on in the laws that God was laying down, he was providing um, not only for the sinner to have his guilt covered through the sacrificial system, but he was also considering the one who had been hurt and what the compensation might look like to try to restore that hurt to that person. God is a God who, yes, he, he wants sin taken care of in the way that he says. And my application there is to confess any sins that I know about or any sins that God brings to my mind to make things right. If I have hurt somebody or taken something from someone to, to give it back and even to give more. But I also am thankful That God, from the very beginning in the laws, was thinking about the person who is hurt. We'll eventually see the the people who are poor and and so on, that God shows his heart to. But that's what I take away from today. A thankfulness for who God is. And also a desire to be sensitive to my own sin. So Father, thank you for your word today. Even the book of Leviticus, Father, that's, that's so hard for me to sometimes really understand. But Lord, we know that you do all things well. You are holy. You are good. Everything is right with you. And so, Father, uh, first of all, help me, Father, to understand any sins that I've committed that I may not be thinking of right now. When they come to my mind, Father, may I confess them fully before you for your forgiveness. Without the sacrificial system, Father, based on the blood of your son, Jesus, And Father, also I wanna thank you for being a God who restores the people that are hurt, the way you've set it up for people uh, to be paid back, to be restored as much as possible and even more. Father, help me to live in this mindset today. In Jesus' name, amen.